Guys, what's up? Welcome back to another edition of Hashtag Ask TV. Amazing episode. You guys are going to eat this one up. We've answered questions on salt. What else? We talked about yoga and mobility, back issues. We talked about motivation oh, and yeah. what happens when you lose it. That's that, the best question. That was a good one. So this is episode number 62, guys. Enjoy. Welcome to the Live Lean TV podcast. My name is Brad Guthrow. And we're on a journey to show people how to live lean 365 days a year while enjoying what you love. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's get the show started. Yes, guys, welcome back to another episode of Hashtag. That's oh, my I line, Bill. Just took your line. Hashtag Ask Live Lean TV, where we take your questions and answer them on podcast format. We've changed this to audio only so that you can multitask while you listen. Yeah, so hopefully you guys are enjoying the audio version of our hashtag Ask Living TV. We posted a question out to all you guys today on our social media channels to send us your questions and we got a few of them in, but we got to make this podcast quick because I think in like an hour, maybe like we're catching a flight out to New York City. So mm-hmm. we got to like, yeah. we have two hours before we have to leave. Okay. So we got to wrap up the show. But um, if you guys are new to the show, welcome. This is the uh, episode where we take your questions on social media. Every time you hashtag them, ask Livling TV, ask your question, tag us at Livling TV on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, and we will answer your questions on this podcast. So I say we should jump right into it. Yeah, let's get into the first question. Okay, first question is from Elena D on YouTube says, you guys are great. I think more people should watch your channel. I've noticed that you don't recommend table salt and suggest pink Himalayan salt instead. I wonder why. Table salt is iodized and prevents iodine deficiency and thyroid problems. What are your sources of iodine since you aren't using iodized salt? I actually am no expert on this subject. I don't really consider myself a scientist, but from what I hear and have experienced myself, using sea salt and pink Himalayan salt actually makes me feel less bloated. I don't know if that's scientific or not, but also um, the amount of iodine contained in table salt can sometimes be too much and people can get too much iodine because yes, you do need some of it in your diet, but you don't need an overdose of it. So by using like natural sea salt, you're getting enough of it plus you're getting a whole host of other minerals that are actually removed from table salt yeah and um, so a lot of people are under the misconception that we don't add salt or that we fear salt and salt is bad for you somehow especially in the fitness industry where you know a lot of people think that too much salt in your diet which is true can make you bloat but when you're cooking with real whole foods like what we recommend we add salt to those real foods because there's no salt added to it. But when you're buying processed foods that are filled with salt, that's when you get into the risk of overdoing it on salt. So that's just a little side note. Um, we love adding Himalayan and sea salt to our foods. Um, we don't typically, like just like Jessica said, we don't add table salt because it's lacking all those extra minerals that the sea salt and the Himalayan salt has. It's refined. So a lot of that stuff is removed. And just like Jessica said, with um, table salt, you can kind of overdo it. So that's why we just don't use it. Yeah, it has adverse effects on blood pressure too. So not that I've ever had a problem with uh, high blood pressure personally, but I know for a lot of people that do, reducing the amount of table salt they use can really help with that. And then also, you know, when your diet is varied with like a lot of different nutrients, um, you can get iodine from other sources like seafood. Um, Some vegetables and other fruits have it as well. And you guys know we eat a lot of eggs. And so eggs are a pretty good source of iodine too. 
Okay, next question from Sherry W70. I think you're going to ask me this one. Okay, so Sherry wants to know, do you think it's possible to build muscle well at maintenance for a chronic dieting female? I'm 5'3", 127, 30% body fat, 47 years of age. Yes, there's another cut coming because 30% body fat is unacceptable. I know I need to gain muscle to raise my BMR, but I'm an endomorph and it will be so hard to lose the fat if I'm in a surplus for an extended period of time. If the answer is yes, how long do I need to realistically give it before I start cutting again? Okay, so great question. So I would get you out of the whole mindset of bulk and cut, bulk and cut. I want to get you into the mindset of live lean. So what we teach people to do through proper nutrition, and I don't like to use the word diet very often because, you know, people, when they think diet, they think it's short term. We're in this for the long term. So this is all about nutrition. And the the word diet does mean the foods you eat over the long term, but there's so many misconceptions over that word. So, um, and also we do the type of training in the gym to build muscle while also keeping the fat off. Our workout programs are very metabolic. Most of them are very metabolic where you keep the heart rate up. We keep the respiratory short, but you're building muscle at the same time. So yes, following our programs will help you gain that muscle, which then, as you guys know, from a recent episode of Living TV that I did, more muscle that you have, the more uh, calories your body burns at rest. So like, just like you said, it will help you raise your BMR. So I would say get away from the whole, oh, a cut's coming and I'm going to bulk here, like especially at 30% body fat. I would rather just put you on a metabolic style program similar to... Um, Living formula for women would be a good one for you to try. So you can go to our website and check that one out. And then maybe after you finish that program, we'd put you on Livlean Afterburn. And those are more body recomposition programs where it's not a hard fat loss program and it's not a hard muscle building program. It's a happy medium of both where you're going to um, lose body fat and you're also going to maintain and, and potentially build muscle. So I think you need to get on a structured workout program. So just the two that I mentioned there and this change the mindset up from bulk and cut. This is a lifestyle. You're in this for the long term. Absolutely. And, you know, you said, you know, you need to gain muscle to raise your BMR. So Sherry, absolutely. Yes. Putting more lean muscle on your body is going to raise your BMR and help you naturally lose more fat later. But to gain muscle, you don't have to be in a gigantic surplus. Like a lot of people go on this bulk where they think they need to eat like double the calories they were when they were dieting. I would say, you know, figure out what your calorie goals are. Make sure that your surplus is not huge. It's not a gigantic surplus. It's just enough to give you the amount of energy that you need to train hard and put that lean muscle on. So, you know, it should be relatively close to what your maintenance calories are for your goal weight. That's the other thing is make sure that you're calculating things based off your goal and not off your current. So hopefully that helps. I mean, we do have coaching if you'd like some more like detailed perspective on it, because I feel like in the situation you are in, it would be really good to get the eyes of a coach on your eating habits and your training habits and everything so you can really ensure that you're approaching it the right way with the right mindset. Yeah, no more chronic dieting. Right. Let's get you living lean. Yeah. Okay, next question from Aaron O'Loughlin on YouTube says, Hi guys, can you explain your rationale for how the prenatal program is set up? I'm currently doing the first trimester workouts and wonder why you recommend so many sets. Also, does it matter if I do it circuit style and not supersets? Sure. Um, absolutely. So the prenatal program is, uh, it's called Live Lean Pregnancy that I created while I was pregnant. So if you watch the videos in there, you can see I have my full trimester belly in the videos. 
Um, but anyway, the reason I, the, you know, the rationale behind all the workouts is that those are the exact workouts that I did during pregnancy. So the program is not necessarily designed for the woman who has never worked out and is just starting to work out now during pregnancy. It's designed for the women, woman who's been working out all the way before pregnancy. So that's the reason why you're doing so many sets and reps. It's not necessarily like an easy beginner's program. It's for the pregnant woman to stay fit throughout pregnancy. So that's kind of the rationale behind that. And does it matter if you do circuit style and not supersets? Not necessarily. I mean, you can mix it up however you want to, but I would just ask like, what's your reason for that? I mean, you can really do whatever you want. Nobody's there to stop you. But, you know, what I recommend is what's in the program. Yes, this is a program that's written, so follow the program. I'm going to be the hard ass here <laughs> and say, yes, you could do what you want to do, but if you want the results that the program is intended to get you, follow the program. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. You, you know, no one's there watching you, so you can literally do whatever you want, but why would you change it? Follow the program. <laughs> okay, next question. YouTube, Agent Vasquez. Okay, so Agent wants to know, I have a family history of bad backs, and I try to be careful when working out. Lately, I've been experiencing back pain in the middle of my back when doing leg presses. Am I doing it wrong? Any tips for improving my legs without hurting my back? Yeah, so, you know, once again, like these questions where we're talking about um, injuries, it's so hard for somebody, especially when we have never seen you perform the exercise, to prescribe what's going on. But all we can do is from um, from a holistic side, like from an overall approach, we could just say what commonly happens when people get this injury. So from a leg press, what I tend to find is you're not in the proper positioning in the leg press. Maybe you're lifting too heavy weight. So then um, your your hips, so your pelvis is is rotated improperly. I know this is hard to describe without showing you visuals. Um, the other thing is like you could be having your, like you're not flat into the pad. Um, you could be coming down too low with the legs, which is then putting more pelvic turn on that area. And that could be hinging. You could have poor mobility. Like it could be so many different things. So I would say with the leg press, if you're feeling pain, stop immediately, take off some of the weight, Try to focus in on the form. Make sure that your <clears throat> excuse me. Make sure that your form is, or your core is turned on. A lot of times with back pain, it's because you're not keeping your core turned on. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're doing any type of movement, first thing you should do: lock in the core. So if I'm about to punch you in the stomach, that's how strong your core should be at that time. So follow those kind of things. Um, go a little lighter in the weight, and um, just be careful. If you have previous back issues, go easy. Absolutely. Just make sure that your tailbone is pressing back against the seat of the leg press. A lot of people will let their tailbone round off of that's the seat. What? So yeah, that's like one of the cues that helps me when I'm doing leg press is think push that tailbone back. Yeah. And so make sure that your sit bones are all the way to the back of the seat. And then when you're doing the movement, don't allow that to change. So your knees bend, but your back doesn't move. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend Agent Vasquez to um, send us a video, tag us on social media at Living TV, do the, do the exercise, then we can actually assess via the visual, and then we can give you some other tips. But based on the information that we have, give those a try. All right, our next question comes from Dahlia Milan Vela. She says, in Mexico, we have orange, white, yellow, purple, sweet potatoes. Is there one that's better than another, or is it the same? Yeah, I mean, sweet potato, that's just the funny thing, because I, I made this mistake when I was first getting into the game, was I thought sweet potatoes were always supposed to be orange. <laughs> yeah. And then when I saw, like, 
white sweet potatoes or yellow ones, I wouldn't buy them because I'm like, those aren't sweet potatoes, so I'm not going to do it. So I always stuck to the same ones. But yes, you're right. There's a variety of sweet potatoes and um, you, you can jump in Yeah, here. I mean, that's like saying there's only red apples. You know, yeah. everyone knows there are like so many different colors of apples or different colors of grapes. You know, it's totally fine. And it's just different varieties of the same thing. And it's actually good for you, yeah. for your diet to have slightly different varieties of the same thing all the time so you're not always just eating orange sweet potatoes so we definitely recommend like you know intermixing all the different types of sweet potatoes and even other varieties of potato yeah like we're we like sweet potatoes best because of the flavor and i think from an overall nutrient standpoint it is a higher nutrient potato than a regular white potato mm -hmm. but that's not to say that we don't incorporate white potatoes as well like mm -hmm. we, we incorporate all of them so as we always say like try to fill your plate with the the colors of the rainbow and keep things if you see a sweet potato at the grocery store that you never tried before like you know experiment like that's the beautiful thing about eating healthy like you don't have to stick to the same boring foods all the time like you can experiment and try different things yeah and you'll really never get bored if you keep on mixing it up and what's cool about all those different types of sweet potatoes like purple has a different texture and so does white like i feel like some are um denser than others you mm -hmm. know so try them all and and definitely they're all healthy for you Okay, next question on Snapchat from J Joshborn Eleven says, "If I would like, or if I would like to incorporate your yoga program into the formula for women, would I just do yoga on my off days that are scheduled for the formula for women, or is it just too much to do the program separately?" Oh yeah, it's totally not too much to do the programs at the same time. I actually would recommend that everyone does yoga at the same time as doing another workout program because the problem is if you wait until you're done with one program to start the yoga, then you know, like you're just getting stiffer and tighter and everything and then you finally do the yoga, you're like stiffer even than you would have been because you know, working out, like I'm not going to say that working out makes you stiffer, but doing like a lack of doing yoga over time is going to make you stiffer. So if you go three months with no yoga at all, you're going to be stiffer than if you were to do yoga during that three months. So hopefully that makes sense. I definitely recommend everyone do it just yeah, consistently. Like our yo LiveLeanYoga.com and our LiveLeanMobility.com, like our LiveLeanAbs.com or LiveLeanSprint.com, like we have what we call plug-in programs. So plug-in programs, meaning you plug them in along with your main training program. Like They're not meant to be done alone yeah, or like solo. LiveLean Formula for Women is a main training program. LiveLean mm -hmm. Afterburn is a main training program. LiveLean Mass is a main training program. So you can, that's what it, this yoga program was intended to do so you see in the schedule of our main programs we have listed off day or active recovery day or uh, mobility day right. that's when you plug in the yoga or the living mobility workouts on those off days so you're still remaining active you're still feeling good you're taking you're, you're taking your muscles through range of motion but you are giving them the recovery that they need before you go back in to do another form of women workout yeah definitely and you don't have to do the yoga program, like, um, you don't have to follow the schedule exactly. So if you were to plug that in with something like Formula for Women, yes, you could do it on the off days from that training program. You could even do it on the same day. Like I, a lot of times will like to do the yoga sessions either early morning or late night and then have my training session in the middle of the day. So they don't have to be like at the same time. You can do them separately. The nice thing about the yoga stuff is that you can do it at home. And it's like intended to be a home program. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to do it at the gym and like cram everything into the same hour. All right. Next question on Twitter from Renee Padi Badilla says, mm -hmm. hi, Brad and Jess, for lower back stiffness, soreness, your mobility program or the yoga program. Love you guys. Love the podcast. 
Oh, yeah, this is a good question because honestly, both of those would help you in that area. So, gosh, it's like hard for me to choose which one. What do you think? I would do the yoga program. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was leaning toward because we have a specific video on there about what to do for a stiff lower back. Yeah, so I would do the yoga program first because, like we said, we, we when we designed that program, we worked with Desiree Ramba, who's like a world-renowned international yogi. And we went to her and we, and we wanted to create a yoga program that's based for fitness people. So people who are working out, yet... They're stiff because they don't really know the flexibility side of the of the fitness game. So what we went to Desiree with was like, okay, here's the issues that most fitness people have and our followers have is, you know, tight shoulders, tight hips, tight back, you know, knee issues. And then we built yoga workouts or yoga flows around those issues. So um, if that's one of your issues, back stiffness, soreness, I would go the yoga route but the mobility program is a badass program too. But I, I, I would have to recommend one over the other. I do yoga for your specific uh, issue. Yeah. Thanks for that question. Uh, the next one is James Stewart. He says, due to stressful times at work and going off on holiday over the last month, I've reverted back to eating junk food and snacks when I get home. And I haven't completed a workout in about four weeks. I keep telling myself I'll start doing my healthy lifestyle and get these workouts done tomorrow, but it is not happening. Any tips or advice on this? I am trying to keep up to date with YouTube and Facebook and try to get my mindset in gear, but motivation is low. All right, James. Uh, damn, dude. I'm sad to hear this, man, because you were crushing it During in the six-week series, the Afterburn 1.0 series. Like you were super active in the Facebook group. You were tagging us in your photos, doing the workouts. Your transformation was pretty amazing. Yeah. So, man, this is disheartening seeing this, but it happens. And I'm not like sitting here dissing you or anything because it happens. And the reason why it's happening in my opinion, is why are you doing this? Like, why is this important to you? You got to dig deep into the mindset side of fitness. It's one thing to do the workouts and then you finish a six-week program and then you're like, okay, I'm done. That's not what Living Lean is about. Living Lean is making it habitual, behavioral changes so it becomes a lifestyle and it doesn't seem like we're quite there with you yet so once again what i always tell people is go back to your why and if you don't have a why you gotta dig deep and figure out why you want to do this and i go through an entire um i wrote an entire book basically on this called think and live lean so if you haven't picked up my book yet it's on amazon go search it thinkandlivelean.com. There's work, there's work steps at the end of every chapter to take you through the journey and how to switch your mindset into the live lean mode. So that's what I'd recommend you. You got to get deep. You got to get serious. You got to figure out what your why is. You know, what's my take on this, babe? I'm not even going to sure how you're going to feel about what I'm about to say. Cause uh, you know, we talk about like, what is your why all the time? But I think for some people that just doesn't resonate as much as simply making a decision making the decision that you are a fit person, not that you want to be one, but that you are. Mm. And that was so big for me. That was so pivotal for my journey. Cause you, you guys don't know this probably, but before I met Brad, I was a yo-yoer. I was a bulker and a cutter and I was a fitness competitor and I was, you know, in shape during the on season, which was like the summertime. And then during the winter, I would just like, screw it. Doesn't matter anymore. I'm not going on stage. So who cares? You know, just kind of like, let it go. 
and eat everything that I had been not eating during the summer. So, you know, I totally understand what it's like to be in that yo-yo mindset and to not have a why. But for me, it wasn't really that I didn't have a why because I did have a why like during the summer, but then I just lost it during the winter. So I, I get where you're coming from on that. But for me, it was more of a decision of I am a fit person all the time, mm -hmm. you know? So make, if you make that decision and you just decide you are fit, like you're not trying to be, you don't you know, hope that you will be all this like wishy-washy stuff. You have to decide you are and then start behaving like a fit person would. Yeah. And I'm not talking about just for six weeks because we saw how good you did for six weeks. Like you were crushing it, but it can't end after six weeks. It has to be today, tomorrow, the next day, five years from now. And for the rest of your life, you do the behaviors of a fit person because you see yourself as one. Yeah, no, that's a great point. And James, I would ask you again, like, in the beginning of the six week Afterburn 1.0 journey, why did you decide to do Afterburn? Right. Like what was the reason why you did it and what got you from day one to day two to day three to day four? Yeah. So um, I, I'm not sure if once you finished that program, if you uh, got onto another program or not, but maybe, you know, you're not on another program. And so now you're just kind of like, well, we stopped sending emails. Where maybe do we stopped posting things in the Facebook group. So maybe you could like put the blame on us. Oh, Livling TV didn't put out more free content. So I guess I'm just done. Well, but really, it's nobody's fault. You know, it's nobody's no, I, your own. No, I'm saying like at the end of the 42 day journey, we gave you next steps. Yeah, we did. Here's what's to do next. And but of course, those require the action of purchasing a program. But that's what it's I'm, not free. It's not handed to you. No, but that's what I'm saying is yeah. like based back to your point is decide that you are a fit person. Mm -hmm. Like that is who you are now. Like mm -hmm. and take the daily actions that don't include eating junk food and sitting around after work. Yeah. So James, like, don't take this as us, uh, you know. Put, throwing you under the bus or anything. Oh, yeah. It's just I we're mean, trying to get... This is such a good question because there are other people out here listening that are going through the exact same thing. So I'm really glad that you brought it up. Yeah, and I'm glad you're being transparent with us yeah. that, you know, the last four weeks you, you, you've you been missing and, you know, how to get back to it. So at least you're realizing it and you're, you're looking for help. So hopefully the tips that we gave you will help you. There, you know, there's some tactics in there that we gave you, but I think the overall thing is... I, th I love that point that you made. Is you start, just have to decide. Figure out what your why is. Why is it important to you? And then just decide. This is who I am now. Like, this is it. There's no turning back. Burn the boats. Yeah, like, absolutely. Th there's, no there's no second guesses. There's no backup plan. You're a fit person. That is Done. literally the Draw secret the line. to success. Like, I've interviewed so many people that have been formerly obese, and they always say, you know, I made a decision. Like, one day I yep. looked in the mirror and I decided this was not me. This yep. was not okay. I made the decision, and then I changed. So, and so that's what you have to do. I'll, I'll leave this last sentence with you. What's your alternative? Oh, that's a good thought, too. <laughs> yeah. Done. Let's move on. Yeah. All right. Great. So we have our next question is from Neil Armstrong. Brad, a while back, you talked about a supplement you took that made you sleep well at night. Can you please share the name again or any other sleep aid that you know of? Yeah. All right, Neil. So Neil Armstrong is a buddy of mine back in my hometown of uh, Halifax. Oh, really? So shout out to Neil. Oh, hey, Neil. What's up? Yeah. So you never met Neil before. <laughs> no. Um, but... So the supplement that I was referring to was, uh, it's called ZMA. It, so that's just an acronym for zinc, magnesium, and um, there's like a B6 in there as well. But zinc and magnesium are the two main ones. And so you could either supplement those on their own, or you could just buy a, a ZMA supplement. 
And another one, I don't recommend you to like, we're, we mentioned at the beginning of this podcast that we're going on a flight tonight. We're catching a red eye to New York City. And so sometimes what I like to do, but I find it doesn't really work for me, is melatonin. Now, melatonin is not something that I would recommend you take all the time, but it's one of the things that if you're taking a red eye or if you're going away somewhere that has a different time zone, you just you want to acclimate yourself to it, melatonin can help, but that's not an every night thing. So if you want one that you want to take every single night, zinc and magnesium, ZMA, check it out. Yeah, you know what else? Um, I This is not a supplement and it's not really an easy fix either, but being more active early in the morning, I think helps oh. people sleep way better at night too. Like, So don't push your workout all the way to the end of the day, but if you start getting up early and training in the morning, I feel like that can really have a positive effect on sleep. And then there's other things you can do in your bedroom, like make sure you have blackout curtains so it's really pitch dark, make sure the temperature is set right. I know you've written on this, um, you know, 68 degrees or so. Yeah. And then just make sure your bedding is comfortable and you know really set yourself up for success with sleeping okay last question then we gotta bounce okay so this one is from renee valdez padilla i'm following i'm on team Levine following your programs i'm a bab x tester Woo -woo. <laughs> i've been having lower back stiffness soreness would you recommend the mobility? Oh, wait. oh this is we the, got this one already. Yeah, so this is the same question. I think you hooked, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, oh, so. oh, oh. <laughs> All right, Renee. Well, we already got you. And thank you so much for being involved in my Build a Bed Extreme testing. If you guys don't know, that is my new booty program that's coming out soon. It will be probably another six weeks or so until it's ready for the public. But I have a group of girls testing it for me right now to make sure that it is on point and right intensity level and everything. So thanks for being involved there. Did you say what Babax was? Yeah, it's Build-A-Butt Extreme. Yeah, so, yeah, so if you haven't tried the Build-A-Butt uh, regular program yet, yeah. go to buildabut.com or buildabutnow.com and mm -hmm. get that program. Yeah. But um, this is going to be the next the 2.0 version, yeah. right? Build a butt you can use at home and it's a six week program, but um, I've just had so many requests from girls to like up the intensity a notch and make your booty even rounder and firmer and perkier and juicier. So that's what Build a Butt Extreme is all about. So I'm excited. It's finally almost done. All right. So I think that's it. I'm just checking my Facebook page right now because that last question was a repeat so we could throw one more in there okay but if i don't see anything in the next couple seconds i think we should say we shall say au revoir yeah absolutely and you know you know we took a little break from this show for a while so that's why we're doing like brand new questions now so if you're listening to this podcast right now and you want your question asked on the next episode our queue is pretty low right now so if you go ahead and ask a question now there's a good chance that it gets on the next episode we'll probably be doing the next one next week after we're home from new york yeah so i think that's it guys we're gonna call Design it one? we're gonna call it a show my phone okay. is iphone is too slow for me <laughs> I'm psyched for the iphone <laughs> x coming out people <laughs> so that's it uh thank you so much for listening and if you haven't been over on whichever podcast that you listen to this show on do us a big favor go over there rate the podcast Put in a review because we love to hear it, but this also helps us to reach more people with this podcast. So we're not putting this on YouTube anymore, so we need to grow the podcast side of it so we can get more of this good information out to other people to help them live lean with you guys. So please do us a favor. Go do that and then send or tag us, like put it on somewhere, tag us so we can read it and give you a personal thanks for uh, putting the time in and writing us a review. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast and supporting us with this because we have a fun time recording these. All right, Thank that's you. it.
Thanks okay. for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And keep. <laughs> Living lean. Damn, that's good. There you have it, guys. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot of this podcast on your phone, post it, and tag us at LiveLeanTV on your Instagram story right now. Also, if you're ready to invest in your health but just don't know where to start, head over to our website, LiveLeanTV.com, and take a simple four-question quiz and discover the best program for you based on your goals. So I'll leave you with this. Remember, your health, it's an investment. It is not an expense. You only have one body and you are in control of it. So take action and invest in yourself. You can do this and we're here to help. Thanks for listening and keep living lean.